Come on. Welcome to Life Love. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dr. Mark Dinola. Dr. Mark, are you ready to do this? Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to have you on. Dr. Mark has been a practicing dentist for over 25 years. He is the founder of the Dental Wellness Center, and he's working to treat oral infections that may have symptoms or may be hidden to help us live happier and healthier lives. Dr. Mark, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Yeah, well, um, I wanted to be a dentist since I was eight years old, so I'm kind of living that part of my life in the background. You guys can think of that. Um, I have four beautiful, healthy children and, um, I have a practice of, I changed locations and I wanted to be a dentist. Uh, so I kind of concentrate on continuing education. So I'm kind of a junkie. So that's why I came across your podcast. Also just learning different things from different people. Um, my passion is really about doing things right, uh, in terms of uh, biological approach being the fact that we need to have biocompatible materials uh, in our bodies if we're going to, you know, replace a tooth or or any kind of part of our body for that matter. Um, it needs to be as biocompatible as possible. And so I look for, um, you know, these things are in people. There's 100 million Americans with amalgam fillings in their mouth, and you may know they call them uh, silver fillings, but we call them mercury fillings because. Just like the cornflake, they're made, they're made up of more than 50% mercury. So, so there's a danger in that. We could talk about all these types of things. But I guess my passion is kind of being like a uh, Sherlock Holmes and investigating uh, potential hidden infections or, or underlying infections that um, have systemic effects. That's the best way to say it, the other part of it. Did you just tell us that cornflakes are 50% mercury? No, cornflakes are fifty percent corn, right? Okay. <laughs> no, they're more than more than fifty percent corn. Sorry, I, I maybe didn't say it that fast, but they're correctly. But <laughs> but but they have mercury in them. Well, they probably do. I mean, they have glyphosate <laughs> for sure. Okay, so so we shouldn't probably eat cornflakes anyway. How did that come to be that we just put, started putting mercury in people's teeth? Teeth doesn't seem like a very good idea. Oh, that's a great uh, question because I actually study history quite a bit because I try to find out why we're in the, in the, you know, dumbfounded nature of a lot of things like the medicine. I, I heard Dr. Davis's talk you had, and I mean, there are some really crazy things happening, but it, it was an, uh, it was a necessity. Probably it was like the necessity is mother of invention kind of idea. And I'm not going to blame the French or the Germans or anybody, but you know, the Germans discovered it and the French brought it here. So but really, it was a substitute for gold because gold, uh, of course, was was expensive at the time, and it still is. And so, um, they didn't have composite resin fillings until the '70s. So you can see how there was a, a need, you know, to replace parts of teeth with something other than a precious metal, which is quite expensive. So it came out of that industry, honestly. I mean, this is why I talk about history because it came out of that industry when they're trying to get silver out of uh, ore and they they use a mercury you probably know cyanide mercury and things for i'm not saying mercury fillings have cyanide i'm not saying that <laughs> but they, they the history is that they use it amalgamation to draw out the the precious metals out of the ore and then they uh they heat the metal and 
vaporize the mercury. So that that sort of idea came to to be, um, you know, let's add a few things like copper, zinc. So they made it uh, an amalgamation that could be used by uh, placing it in their teeth. And it, it actually hardens over time. And you probably, maybe you're familiar with what happens there. But the, the, the big thing is that there's a chronic uh, vapor coming off of these things all the time. So, so now that we have substitutes like porcelain, I mean, I can make a crown in my office in the same day. So we have a lot of new technology and we don't need to use this anymore. And so my goal like, is just to, to rant about this somewhat uh, to explain uh, FDA's position on it and to educate the public about um, why this probably is not a good thing to have in your body. That's kind of. So are people, are, are there dentists out there who are still using it? Yeah. And, and, you know, most people will deny that they are because it's really, to me, I think it's frowned upon, you know, in terms of aesthetics anyway, uh, in terms of the way it looks, but I would say uh, 50%, according to the American Dental Association, is still placing it. Now, uh, at before air, we, we talked about how they've made a, a statement about it. Now, the FDA's uh, statement was uh, maybe there were not certain people that should have mercury in their mouth, which is kind of a stretch uh, anyway. But so pregnant women, nursing women, uh, women who want to become pregnant, so then you have this whole group of people there, kidney disorders, anybody with neurological problems or mental health issues. So it's pretty much anybody, honestly, when you start to look at it, 65, 70% of the population. So I'm not here to beat up the FDA. All I'm, say, all I'm saying is like, maybe they're trying to say, this is something we should move away from. I try to be pretty diplomatic when I talk about this because it's a very, uh, strange thing, but, you know, things that become, uh, things that are now common knowledge were like, well, you know, about Copernicus and, <laughs> you know, and, and you kind of challenge authority and I'm not trying to do that either. I'm just trying to say things take time to move. A chiropractor's chiropractic is a good example. That wasn't really something that was on people's radar until there was about a certain, I think it's like 20% of the population like adopted it. So these are the things that are, so you could say, yes, uh, I mean, the answer is yes, it's still being used. And yes, um, that, uh, I mean, there are so many substitutes we could, we can go into, but yeah, yeah. well, that makes sense. So that's almost a third of Americans that, that, that have this. And you mentioned, um, I, I forget what, what, what it is. You said, it's not necessarily like it's entering my bloodstream through my tooth. It is, it's like a vapor. Is that what you said? Yeah. So, oh, that's nice to clarify that. Well, really there's a, there's constant mercury vapor coming off of any amalgam filling, no matter how old it is. And one of my first questions was why is it still there if it keeps coming off? And that's really about the density of it rather than the volume of it. So there's constant vapor coming to the top and there's some electromicroscopic uh, imaging of like, it looks like after a rain and there's little puddles. So there's mm. vapor, there's liquid mercury on top of fillings that comes off. So therefore hot liquids and, and grinding your teeth and those things can make more vapor come off. And in fact, most of it's inhaled or swallowed. Um, and so that's the way it gets in our bodies. We can talk about the pathways and all that jazz, but I think I wanna just say that uh, we were talking about this before, but safe removal is required. Uh, it can be done, of course. Uh, you can also take the lead paint off your house by sanding it and without a mask on. And 
you'd probably be okay. But you know, what's happening there uh, is a good example of, of what we're doing. And um, so we cool it and isolate it. We could talk about the procedure, but people need to know that they have to have uh, a qualified person. And we're trying to train a traditional dentist about this just to, to get it out there so that people aren't hurt. I think sometimes we take for granted that the speed and volume of new information in any professional field, it's difficult for everyone to keep up with. And there's probably some, some dentists out there who are, you know, maybe towards the end of their career. So they're not necessarily staying up to date on everything. And maybe it's not even possible to stay up to date on everything, which is why it's so important when you're talking about something like this, that you are going to somebody who is in fact, trained and understanding of the proper techniques. Yeah, I guess without throwing any particular organization under the bus, I would say that it's been known for many, many years that it's a problem. However, like I'm saying, the the now is the time. I mean, with, with everything that's going on now, it's like Dr. Dave is talking about statins and, and all these things. I mean, we really need to educate the public that it's not innocuous to take any of these pharmaceutical drugs and, and, and they cause deficiencies and all kinds of things. So there's, yeah, it's just a new paradigm needs to be uh, observed where like, let's look at the truth. And this is what I'm upset about with some of the shutting down of of public, you know, discourse about things that, that bothers me uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Well, that's certainly, um, it makes it really hard for consumers of, of healthcare and medicine and of I'm interested in being a healthy person. I'm interested in having a healthy mouth. I'm interested in having healthy teeth. Um, so if I don't know about this stuff, then I don't know about this stuff. So the proper way to do it, you, you, you mentioned, and why don't we just close that loop? How do I know if the, if the doctor or if the dentist I'm working with knows how to do it? Well, there are a few things. There are a couple of organizations that, that represent holistic or biological dentists. We, I kind of say integrative now because I talk about you know, things like thyroid disorder being disrupted by, uh, or thyroid um, being disrupted by mercury. But I guess the, the protocols can be had on my website. You know, I could pitch my website is mddentalwellnesscenter.com. But the IAOMT trained me and I, I probably like could say they saved me, uh, saved my life or whatever, if I really wanted to be like dramatic about it. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of my brain and my health and my understanding about my own work, it, it, it's organizations like that that have come ahead of you. So I always honor my teachers and, and people that are ahead of me. But uh, the IAOMT, which stands for the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, <clears throat> they have uh, on, they have a lot of nice uh, educational materials for the public on there, and they'll show like the protocols in a video form, which is which is really nice. But for all intents and purposes, what we're trying to do is pay attention to the particles and the vapor, trying to let them be uh, taken away from the patient's body, not put back in. So we isolate with rubber dams, which you might be remember, know what they are, kind of isolate one tooth or two teeth at a time or more quadrants. And um, that that's a non-latex. So there's no vapor coming through there and the patient has oxygen on their, their nose and they're getting oxygen. They're covered completely with the paper. We also have a nice one for maybe those that are a little more claustrophobic where we could, they can see straight through like a giant shield. 
And it's kind of funny because it looks like the opposite of a, it has mask loop, but it has the mouth open. So it's kind of like funny because of what we're used to seeing these days, but it, that protects the patient uh, skin and uh, hair. And we're collecting sort of this scatter that happens, which is research is showing it's about 20 centimeters of scatter of these small particulates. And the small particulates off gas vapor. So it is something we actually remove out of the office. Um, and this is a scary thing. I mean, with uh, all the thing, all the toxicity that we have with mercury already. But anyway, so the, the patient has the air. We have our mercury masks on. So I have my loops and my mercury mask on, and I I call myself a silver miner now because <laughs> I'm actually taking out this stuff, and it's 30 percent silver actually. So uh, it has quite a a good, uh, if you want to say. Uh, you know, if that was a, if that was an ore, that would be quite a amount, a good amount. Sure. <laughs> if you struck that one, but we can mine all the humans and uh, get all this mercury out of their bodies. So I, I feel like this is a passion. I, I don't want to like denigrate anybody in my field because I, part of my challenge is that I always wanted to be a dentist and trying to t talk about this without and being sensitive about it. Um, at the same time, I'm looking at other challenges now, like rebuilding bone, you know, with our, our nutrition that we have today is terrible. So those things are, tr we could do a second podcast if you want, just talking about how we kind of try to uh, help people heal in their jaws and their jaw bones are very susceptible to something called, uh, avascular necrosis, which can be from trauma. It can be from, uh, it can be from root canals. It can be from extracted teeth. When we don't get a rapid revascularization of bone once it's injured, in the mouth is a weird place because there's 700 species of bacteria and it's very inhospitable to healing. So you have to kind of get re. You have to get kind of clo primary closure, which is difficult in the mouth sometimes when you're taking out a tooth. So we're using platelets for the patient now to make a really beautiful blood clot, which is antimicrobial and it sets the scene for bone growth, which is the, the primary goal is to get early angiogenesis, which is blood vessel formation. Right behind that is this matrix of, well, in the socket is this matrix of platelets, which are releasing growth factors, which initiate all this stuff. And so we use it with implants and that kind of thing. But, but anyway, the, that's something that's sort of like another fringe thing that I think I'm involved with in terms of, uh, maybe not being honest about really what's happening to the human body when a tooth's removed. And so these are all, or, or devitalized with the root canals and, uh, and mercury in a, in a tooth can cause uh, problems with blood flow around the, the gums and cause bone loss. So these are all, these are all things I pay attention to. Um, now I forgot your question was, <laughs> was how you do it, but basically we don't want to introduce this stuff back. So we have also a HEPA filter, which, uh, which also has sulfur uh, uh, layer, which, which, which scavengers the mercury. I have a negative ion generator as well, which is uh, one room that's going exclusively for this. And, and um, I don't know, that's about it. I would say I use some, we use some chemistry, which is used in the industry, which is a high sulfur chemical that I never put it on skin, but I put it on the, the, my gloves outside and my, and some of the things were more working, but I can go on and on. We also give the patient uh, activated charcoal swallows. So they have that charcoal in their belly that there's a lot of different things we do to prep. 
Um, but this is the stuff I want to talk about. This is what I want to let, let the world know. I mean, not that I'm going to tell the whole world, but you know what I mean? <laughs> One person at a time. It's digital now and it's, it'll be there. <laughs> right. right. That is the truth. I love it. Yeah. I, I, and, yeah. I, and I'm certainly grateful for, for the work and, 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 and for the awareness, because if you don't know, then you don't know. So, right. well, that was some solid ones already, Dr. Mark, but the people are ready for that difference making tip. What do you have for them? Well, this is so funny because I always talk about just moving and I, I love your podcast with people talking about breathing and moving. And so really the best thing you could do, and it's more powerful than any kind of diabetes medication. If you're diabetic is to move, you know, move 30 minutes a day, walk is really the, the best thing. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's a tip, but it's like kind of everybody should know that, uh, you know, and I look at a lot of the ancestral stuff we should be moving a lot more than we are honestly so i mean that's my tip but uh, the the tip is if you have gray fillings you should be looking for someone that could do this very specific work and and really take care and attention to how you're treated in terms of like intake and and ask the hard questions once that pay you know once you learn about this and hopefully people learn from this discussion but you know it's a, it's the most toxic non-radioactive material so it's just something that shouldn't be in our mouths. There's a couple tips, I guess. There. I love it. I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Dr. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Give us the website again, please. Yeah, mddentalwellnesscenter.com. And I have, a, I have also a YouTube channel, M-A-R-C, Denola, D-I-N-O-L-A, although I haven't really done much there lately. I have a, a nice conversation with a Dr. Abbott, who's a holistic uh, functional medicine doctor, a friend of mine, and we talk very ca casually about patients. And so that's nice to just see somebody before you maybe reach out. Um, but I can also help, you know, uh, steer people towards somebody if, if there was a, you know, I don't get paid for any of that kind of stuff. But I mean, I would, best thing to do is look up your zip code and your state on the, on the Academy website. Give us the Academy website again. Yeah, it's IAOMT.com or .org, uh, International Academy of Oral Medicine Toxicology. Now, there's a lot of, there are a lot of free uh, things to read. And that's kind of what people need to do is just educate themselves about whatever. That's what your podcast is showing, you know, whether it's crypto or, you know, eating bread, right? <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> we do uh, tend to cover a lot of ground on the show. No, I love what you love do. It. Yeah, I mean it's 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 great. That's, <laughs> that's why awesome. you do, that's why you have so many, probably. I mean, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> love it. Hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Show Dr. Mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to mddentalwellnesscenter.com. And check out the great resources. Find Dr. Mark's YouTube channel. It's M-A-R-C-D-I-N-O-L-A. And then go to the international IAOMT.org. Or is it I-A-O-M-O-T? I-A-O-M-T. It's really a challenge. I mean, I even joke about the uh, trying to spit that out. So yeah. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> and certainly if you are one of the 100 million Americans that have gray fillings, um, do 
take a proactive, take proactive action and um, have them removed, replaced. So thanks again, Dr. Mark. Hey, thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.